What's up, everybody? My name is Brian. Right. Welcome to OK Sick. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is Braun. Welcome to the very first episode of Braun Talk. And my camera's out of focus. There we go. Um, so what we're going to be talking about today is hacking and escape from Tarkov. My lovely guests here are my moderators. They mod my Twitch and my Discord. Wouldn't be able to do it without him. I'll let him introduce from my left to the right. Kybora, go ahead and introduse yourself a little bit. Hello. I have his name. <laughs> yeah. His name me the easy part. But um, my name's Kybora, and um, I've been gaming my whole life. And uh, I enjoy supporting bronze content creation. And I hope to just see it blossom and to continue to play with him. And of course, Dwarf here, who will introduce himself now. Little, little does everybody know, Bron is literally like in IRL, like three feet to Kabor's left and has a gun to his head. Because that was the most like forced thing I think I've ever heard. I was like, you better say it right. You better say it right. No. Um, hi, I'm Dwarf. Nice to meet you. Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> how long have uh, how long have both of you been playing Tarkov? I'm decently new. I've been playing this mid this uh, wipe. When I purchased it was May. When I started playing was October. <laughs> okay, so fresh freshly new, kind of like me. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> technically speaking, this is my second wipe. But my first wipe, someone gifted me the game in about September of 2019. And I must have got to level two or three because he kept taking me to factory and we kept both getting destroyed. And so <laughs> he kind of he kind of stopped playing. So I did. But I didn't pick it up until about one month into this wipe. OK, fair enough. So I, I would assume you're the veteran of the group then. Compared yeah. to our skill, you know, when was the last wipe? January? It's like six months ago, wasn't it? Long I think ago. it happened in May or June because I believe okay. I started playing in July. So I think it happened okay. in June sometime. So what's the typical wipe cycle usually? How long does it take for... It's in like six months. Generally, that's what I hear is it's about roughly six months. Okay, so uh, we're probably a little overdue, right? We're supposed to be doing January. Well, right? I think they're waiting for streets. That's the big thing. Right. I think they want the... to have a new map to release with the wipe, new quests and everything. The guesstimation is supposed to be in early January or January sometime. All right, now that we've had a second to introduce everyone, obviously we're talking about hacking and Escape from Tarkov, right? So everyone here, um, I'm pretty sure everyone that has played Escape from Tarkov has witnessed it at some point or another, fallen victim or seen a friend fall to the dark side, right? And, and do, pick it up themselves, you know? But um, I guess just what are your thoughts on it, right? So obviously, what, what are your thoughts on hacking and Escape from Tarkov? How is it effective both of you as escape from tarkov players i mean i mean you've seen it you see it it's it's that head eyes that you didn't see coming where okay there can't be anybody here but wait there's a bullet hole in the wall now or something like that shot through a wall stuff like that yeah like drop really from like stuff. some stupid distance with really bad ammo that's the worst experience is when the ammo doesn't even make sense because yep. I have heard there are hacks where it doesn't matter what ammo you're using. Just one hit from it will kill you. Um, I've actually witnessed someone that I was viewing. Um, they were sharing their screen on discord and I saw them. They were actually playing on a scav using T 45 M ammo from the AK series seven, six, two by 39. And he shot an enemy scab in the leg and it just one one tapped him and i don't even think the body damage is enough to even black out a leg but um my experience overall has been what's t45 t45 is like garbage yeah i know yeah, i know it's garbage. Uh, like don't get wrong i know it's, it's bad it's, ammo yeah it's the third it's the third tier in 762 by 39 it's the tracer variant um oh it's, it's tracer Right. It's right below PS. It's like almost close to it. I mean, it has, it does 62 damage. 
Okay, so I believe a leg is sixty. A a leg is sixty, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So I guess it doesn't have good fragment though. Well, I I guess I stand corrected because there is a chance to kill anything from blacking out one one limb. So I stand corrected there. It's just um, I remember viewing it. It looked like he was aiming at the leg. But it appeared that the shot hit the chest and he died. So that's why I say leg, yeah. just because he was aiming at it. I don't really know the specifics. Anyways, besides that, there was more solid concrete proof of of that person hacking. But I don't understand hacking this game from Tarkov. I don't really understand hacking in any games. But particularly in Tarkov, the whole point of it is the struggle. Right, that's exactly if, like what it's based on. Right. Yeah, but when when everyone else is struggling and you're a titan stomping around crushing people like I can understand why someone would want that. Right. right. I can see it from that aspect but it's like still coming but from that's not, the that's common not player, right? Yeah, coming fun. from the common player like the majority of the Tarkov population someone else is literally paying to win. Well, yeah. It's like I I personally I don't see how that's fun, right? Like you have you have no. everything in the world. There's there's no struggle to it. You literally just join a lobby and you take what you want. Sometimes right. hackers do die, but it, that's yeah, they get like third party or something like that. And they don't expect it, right? But as I was mentioning, uh, in like other games like Apex Legends or Counter Strike Go or something like that, like it's just casual play. There's really nothing to the game. I mean, yeah, there's rank mode, but I'll be honest, yeah. I never played ranked. I played standard modes and. When people hack in there, yeah, it's lame, but it doesn't affect me because I really don't lose nothing. It's just a match. I'll lose the match, whatever, move on. And, like, because Tarkov is all about the struggle, and you take away the struggle, it no longer becomes Escape from Tarkov. And, well, go on. I, I think it's it has something to do with uh, this game being not just a shooter, but also, like, an RPG, a... Uh, loot simulator as i call it but something like that where it's not just about you versus the the, i don't think the cheaters are thinking about you versus other people they're thinking about me versus the game right i like that actually that's That's a good very good uh... yeah yeah that was good i I just that's how i view it because like i've used cheats before with things like witcher 3 or it's like okay i don't want to play through the game again i just want all the stuff where I was at this save. Okay, I'm just going to go get that. I'm going to get download a tuner and do that. But I'm not going to do that in a multiplayer game. There's no point to it. Right. I mean, it's like in a multiplayer game, it's my skills versus yours, not me trying to outsmart the game. Right. I mean, at some point, we've all, I, I guarantee everyone has like cheated in a video game, right? Like, like Grand Theft Auto yeah. Vice City. Guess yeah. who was popping in that up, down, left, <laughs> right. right, triangle, right bumper? Yeah. <laughs> and unlimited ammo. Let's go. But yeah, like, hands down. I, completely different story when it comes to multiplayer man you guys like they they know they're ruining the experience for majority of the population right and it's just i just can't wrap my head around it why would someone want to do that <laughs> i definitely agree i'm not gonna i'm not gonna defend them because i don't like it i don't like yeah well i do have one point that kind of had me see something from a different avenue is i don't really know I don't know any hackers besides one, which was a recent occasion that happened. But uh, apparently a lot of people that do hack, they actually do it for a profit. They sell their services to other players who want the easy way out of the game. So they pay a hacker just a little bit of money, but the hacker takes them through the run and the people get to pick up everything. And right. um, that made a little bit more sense to me just because it's for money, even though I don't agree with it and I don't think it's right. It's just taking it outside of the game. Because like we said before, it's all about the struggle. You take away the struggle, it's no longer the game. Right. No. That's how the devs wanted the game to be. Like I think right. there's actually like yeah. a, a quote from Nikita, the game developer, Someone was like, the game's too hard, and his response was, play a different Get game. Better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's a Dark Souls uh Yeah. It's like a um, multiplayer mantra, like, Dark Souls. Get yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, Get good. 
And what's insane, he's he wants it even more hardcore. Like the, his plans for the future for the game is oh, even like going even more extreme. I'd do that. I'd like harder. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like how 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 do you? I can't wrap my mind around it right now. How do you make Tarkov harder? Like it's like the, in my opinion, from my experience, it's the most ultra realistic uh, shooter that I've played. How does I think it get the way it can get harder is Scav AI. Yeah. If you like, make Scav AI better, like Scavs actually take up a defensive position on you, or something like that, or they call other Scavs to the area. Ooh. So like you shoot a Scav. And it retreats, takes up defensive position, and scav like say you're up on RAF roadblock, you shot at a scav, he goes around back behind the building, and scavs from over at uh, skeleton start moving over towards you. Now you're getting flanked. That would be pretty cool. That would be. And what, what's interesting, how you said about that idea, is that is one of the talks that they want to do. It's called the Karma System, and yeah. they're not sure if they want to implement it just for scavs or for PMCs also. But the point behind it is, is if you kill someone from your same faction, you you get le- you decrease your luck, and if you decrease uh... these points by so much, you actually end up getting um, uh, higher higher negative. That. Yeah, you get higher negative attributes, and your chance of actually finding good like loot spawns is decreased. Um, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so like if you're if you're a PMC, if you're USEC, you're not supposed to shoot and kill other USECs. You know? So you and can you can like say say uh, you're in crack house and you hear someone running upstairs, turn on VoIP, because they're they want to put that in the game, and just say scav USEC bear. What yeah. are you? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And um but they were looking more to maybe just keep it at the scav level because they want scavs to work together. The whole idea behind scavs are is scavs are supposed to make the game harder for PMCs. Yeah. The developers want the scavs to work together to, you know, apply more pressure to PMCs. Right. But so but every scav is like a little loot box. You never right. know what you're going to find. Right. Exactly. It's so random. So it's like end end of the raid. It's like, well, there's only two scabs left. I'm gonna pop these two scabs. Oh, hey, a key card. This is no, awesome. No mercy. <laughs> Dip. No mercy. I, I mean, seeing we're on the topic of like things to come in Tarkov, um, how do you feel? Because I know it's one thing they mentioned. One thing they're working on. They want to eventually merge all the Tarkov maps and make it an open world 64 player environment. I haven't heard any news on this. But I know it's something they've been working on. I, that would well, be intense. <laughs> that would be intense. That like, would be really intense. Be One second you're fighting in customs, work your way into factory, clear out factory, maybe make your way to shoreline. I'm not looking at the exact map Whew. right now, but it's just map to map like that. You know how much like food and water you'd have to bring? Yeah. You know how much it ammo would make, you'd have to bring? Right. Yeah. yeah, that would make that a totally different way That's to play the game. game. Because right now, the way I play, I generally don't even have to bring food and water in on my first raid. Like, if I'm full, like, the yeah. only time I ever feel like I need it is if I'm on shoreline and I wait to the last minute. And yeah. that's usually because I pop a lot of painkillers. Other than that, I can go in full. I come out yet yeah, empty. I just replenish after the end of the raid. So that would make that a lot more viable. Right. Um, to me, I couldn't even imagine what they'd have to change, though, to make it more balanced if it was open world. Because, like, right now, the lifespan, <laughs> you know, you go in there, like, if it's, like, so vast, 64 players, huh, I can't even imagine how that would be. That actually sounds really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, like, you gotta think, I'm... like, would there still be a time limit? Right and like how I don't high think there that could be. That you probably I don't think there could be. Right, like yeah. imagine if you're stuck in between shoreline and customs, and you're yeah. like, I'm far from an extract, right? Or it's like that one team that just wants to sit on shoreline and watch people come from customs. Yep. You know, it's, it's like get so wrecked. many different factors. Another thing that they want to add is the opportunity to be a scab boss. What? Oh, that'd be so sick. A spawning yeah. Yeah. killer. It's like. That changes, yeah, that changes the game immensely as well. It's like you gotta think. And now all of a sudden, Killa's not just like roaming a specific path. Killa's everywhere, anywhere. <laughs> it's like Killa's got, ex- got an extract too. 
So killer can come extract camp you. Wow, I want to look into that because that, <laughs> oh, that that's that could be so OP because scav yeah. bosses are like that's obviously way yeah yeah that is actually really cool. I can't believe I haven't heard of that. Nice job finding, nice job finding that rumor out. I'm on the gamepedia right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Like um another cool thing they're trying to add is cinematic mode. So that's your availability to go offline and do sim- that. That's cool oh. for video creators. Oh, right? okay. So people trying to get into some nice B-roll, you know, a factory or something. That's that's oh. nice. Did you? If does it mention anywhere on there about um? I heard they want to do like a co-op offline mode. Yes, that was the next one I was gonna read. Oh. Um, it's called PVE with group. So you would go into a raid against AI, and it'd be your you and your fire team, right? That'd so, be cool. Yeah, that, that would, would be, be really cool. I, I, it doesn't say in here if that would be like offline status or just. It says PVE, so I assume whatever you kill, you can bring out. It's probably got reduced loot, and yeah, yeah, and or I can also see them like you take a kit in, it flags all the items that you take in as a kit, and uh, when you come out, you don't actually get the items. Everything you come out with that wasn't flagged at the beginning is vendored off immediately, and you get the rubles. Right. That's actually pretty cool. And that would make it, that'd be a yeah. good way to do it. Hm. It's just the money, right? You don't you don't actually get any items. Yeah, because if you were able to just do a, a offline mode on so many different maps, it would yeah. just be two, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. let's go offline shoreline and just hang out resort. What's the worst thing I have to fight Rashala? Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A couple grenades later. So you yeah, gotta think be... like the rewards gotta be lower than yeah. PvP. Whether it's like, um, because people could go into PVE with their squad and farm scavs and level up their weapon mastery, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's, that'd be. And all of a sudden you're like maxed out weapon master with M4. And all you've been yeah. doing is fighting scavs. Yeah. Because yeah. um, when we do five man factory, that's generally what it's like. But as soon as the, the AI scavs start spawning in at 15 or whatever, mm-hmm. your whole like mindset and play style changes because you're like, oh, even though I'm this kid out PMC. I can still get destroyed by a player scav, you know? Right. So, Have you guys ever done an offline raid? Just like through yeah. through and through? Oh, yeah. 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 Is, is it just me or there are more scavs? Well, you're able to set the settings, but yeah. It, um, it's also different because if you stay in there a while, scavs do respawn. Like, remember that okay. several couple times um, yeah. we would go to a shoreline and resort at the end? There'd be like so many scavs everywhere. It's yep. because no PMCs have left there for a while, and okay. there, there, there's like a respawn timer, which I actually like in the game. Yeah. Um, the last game mode I'm gonna read off that they would like to add is called arena mode. So Just that would be arena. It would be any map with one v one, two v two, and five v five variants. That is cool. That that the game needs it only because I don't know. How, how the company makes money after the initial sales and i know like certain free-to-play games dude they bring in so much revenue because they have tournaments and if right. there's an arena mode and they can do like these verses it, it can bring them into the competitive scene and they can hold um, tournaments and if they were to do that i would do one map for each one like factory can be its own but i like all of shoreline 1v1 I think it would be a reduced map size. Okay, I just want to clarify that. Yeah, because like, it says like all of Shoreline one v one. Right, it says five different arenas, so I can see something like they pick Shoreline, yes, but they restrict it with in-game like barriers, like whether it be trees, walls, buildings, you know, kind of stuff. Okay. Or it could, to cut or, you off the They could throw a curve. No, that's fine. It could just be their own built arena, you know. I would love that though, man. I mean, get like, my own I, team. Actually, you know what? I can already think. I can already see that. Go to like the village on the side of shoreline. Throw a wall around it. That's your yeah. You yeah. are resort. It all all of the openings in the fence just close up. Yeah, inside the resort. Yeah, I mean, like what Kabora was saying, this could be Escape from Tarkov's like open door into the competitive scene, which we've. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I know a few like streamers and content creators that put together their own like mini tournaments, kind of. It's not yeah. arena based, but they do like competitions within like their own most realm. kills in X amount of hours or whatever. Right, and this could be like Tarkov's next step into getting further into the competitive scene and actually and 
be competitive. Actually, I think that would make that would be good for game health in of itself. Right. Because then all of a sudden, all right, labs isn't just a PvP zone anymore. You can actually kind of run labs and not be afraid of just PvPers. Or hackers. Or hackers. <laughs> right. Because like all, all those like really all the really chatty chads are gonna move from just doing labs over and over and over and over and over again to now they're in arena. And they just hang out there. Right. Yeah, I'm actually curious uh, if Arena would be similar to offline mode where you don't lose anything, or if it's like rewarded based off of the kills that you get. You know what I'm saying? So like, let's say it's a five v five. You know, at the end there's two living. Do those two who are alive just get to take all the stuff? I th- I'm feeling. Or- I'm, what I'm thinking right now is that that would be what Tarkov would do because yes. it's already what they're doing. But I also could see it be, um, no, you don't get to keep the stuff, but you could take their dog tags. And I can also see like a system for dog oh, tags where yeah. it's like, all right, you go to therapist and you give her, she wants 400 levels worth of dog tags and she'll give you a key card or something like that. Yeah. Kind of like a different loot system where you're restricted yeah. to the player's identity and that's like your trophy and it yep. could also be a currency, like what you said, to trade in for other stuff. Because, like, at the same time, it really wouldn't be... I, w- I don't want to say fair. I don't know if that's the right word, because you're choosing to go into well, arena mode. Yeah. But, like, well, to lose everything also, you bring in. Nothing about Tarkov is fair. Well, yeah, t- yeah. <laughs> you got a, you got a very <laughs> good point. <laughs> nothing about Tarkov is fair. But how would that... That's the point. That's part of the game. How would they balance, though? Let's say I match up I'm doing a 1v1, right? And I match up with Billy Billy Bob, right? Billy Bob's bringing in pack of armor with a cowboy hat. And I have a killer, killer body armor and an airframe. I'm going to wreck Billy. Good luck, Billy. <laughs> good have luck. a good time. Yeah, it's, do you it's think there will like be that. like an armor tier system or like? No, no. They can't do that because that all of a sudden now if you have an armor tier system, then you have a tier system that goes and you start... You have a tier system that goes into regular matchmaking, and then you have uh, basically skill-based matchmaking at that point. But what if it right. was just for arena? Like, you select what tier you're going to fight in, right? So that tier 1, and 2, 3, know 4, what to 5. Expect. Yeah, and like everyone that's coming in there is restricted to tier 5, tier 4, tier 3 armor. Um, okay. I mean, that's not a bad idea, but just because of how I know the nature of Tarkov is... I think they wouldn't do that. And like, yes, poor Billy, but he should learn from that. Billy yeah, like what's what Billy yeah. doing in Marina at that point? Right. Yeah, and I was then, just, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just going to say, and then like, yeah, it's unfortunate that because he can't afford to compete in Arena because he doesn't have that level of stuff yet, he would just have to grind. Because like, um, Tarkov is labeled as a MMORPG, or at least an MMO. And what do you do in MMOs? You grind from the bottom up. The higher the level you get, the more stuff you have access to, the more stuff you can do. So, I mean, I could see that's how it could work with Tarkov. Like, it would be unfortunate you can't play a mode you want in the beginning, yeah. but with some grinding and then, you know, playing um, in a good way that makes you money, you should be able to then. Right. No, that makes sense as, on the actual standpoint. As soon as you put in any kind of rank system, there's going to be a way to so good players can play against bad players. Right. Because like, look at skill based matchmaking in like Modern Warfare. You just go in there and uh, you find the worst person in your lobby, die a bunch of times. Make sure you keep joining the worst person in your lobby, and eventually you'll be down to the people that just bought the game yesterday, and you're just crushing them. Right. Honestly, I think skill based matchmaking wrecks casual gameplay but we're talking about tarkov and tarkov isn't casual so yeah i mean for some people i guess it could be but to me is if when i step into a tarkov raid unless i'm doing pistols only and i really don't care i'm i'm there to win right it's a competitive game at the end of the day you know it's interesting that you're talking about um we all know tarkov is considered hulk hardcore the community dubs it ultra core and Dude, mm. I feel like this game is so popular and like so big. Yeah. But when you compare it to the Twitch stats, it doesn't compare to other games. But it's like 
to me, Tarkov is huge. It's probably one of yeah. the biggest games I've been a part of. Um, and so I don't know. It's probably because most people are playing it instead of watching it on Twitch because yeah. it is so much fun. And since they haven't had drops in a while, it's no one's gonna watch it. Yeah, right. they turn out they turn out drops for Tarkov again. It's gonna be a madhouse. Yeah, Twitch is gonna be wild. Yeah, because those Twitch drops are worth it, man. I was able to make it there, and you get some really cool stuff. It's really random too. You get some bad stuff, yeah. and then you can get some really good it's stuff. Just like basic in-game loot, like any weapon or armor or stuff like that, or it be anything, anything in the game. Yeah. Woof. There's some like, people like that were rolling out with like tier five armor sets. Just like, from yeah, like when Flick had just came out, I think it was, and they were just rolling, rolling it. Yeah. Like two weeks into the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, imagine like, a imagine a wipe, and you just got a drop right yeah right. exactly well that's what they did last time this last time they did drops it was like what three weeks after a wipe yeah it was and it was just loot yeah. raining from the heavens and that's actually when i started i just got lucky and like i started like in the mid like like the second or third day of the whole week and uh it was really crazy so you know how they just had the pumpkin helmet drops for halloween yep. yeah i actually got that pumpkin helmet drop but so the drops are not found in raid that's the yeah. thing. So you can't like really sell it. But well, I got the pumpkin it. helmet. What was that? You should go. You still could use it though. Oh, of course. Yeah, definitely. And um, so I had the pumpkin helmet, and everyone I showed that to, they're like, "Oh my god, it's so awesome! It's so cool!" And I'm like, eh, "Okay, I mean, it's only tier two. It protects everything." But I took it into two raids. Couldn't cannot believe I survived both raids. <laughs> But um, yeah. But as soon as Halloween came around, all novelty of it went out went out the window, and that's when yeah. I got rid of it. So, I don't know if you guys want to keep getting off topic, but I have a lot of off topic things that I just that I just discovered on this wiki. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm here to chit chat. All right, yeah. chit chat. I like chit chat. Um, I just saw it. So one second. Uh, let's see. So they want to add in executions eventually. Okay. So sneaking sneaking up on people yeah. and the ability to have an execution animation. I thought that was oh, cool. Yeah. They're finally trying to add breaching doors with grenades. Oh, thank so God. Cracking the door open, tossing a grenade just in. Shutting the door. <laughs> shutting the door. That, especially with flashbangs, that would like add a whole nother level oh. of immersion. And like going back to what you said earlier, um, I don't mean to get off topic, but I like, I, I forget what I'm we're, about to say. We're so far off topic. We're so far off topic, <laughs> but we're going to keep going. Um, you were saying how you, you feel like Tarkov is this huge game, right? Yeah. And I feel like it, it definitely has grown since its release. A lot of streamers made it popular, and it, I feel like it's still growing. But I feel like it'll never be mainstream, like when you compare it to like Call of Duty. No, Because no, no, Call of Duty no. is a very – a lot more people can pick up Call of Duty and yeah. be comfortable with it than people can pick up Tarkov. Tarkov it's, is a selective right. breed. This game is going to have the, the exact same uh, scenario that – any souls like or FromSoft game has where the people that play it play it into the ground and will play it forever because they love it right but it's only for a specific group of people mm -hmm. not everyone can play that just like yeah. not everyone can play dark souls it's too much yeah i feel like that's good for the community though because the people that want to play it the people that want to be here actually want to be here go, actually anytime you you want to go and look at like the Dark Souls community. Go look at Lobos Jr. or someone like that because they have like thousands of Twitch followers and whatnot and they stream every day and they play like Dark Souls and they just do challenge runs and stuff like that. But the community is so nice actually that it's it's really wholesome because everyone everyone just loves the game. Nice. And I and guarantee that's what's going to happen to Tarkov. And I don't know if you guys have come across anyone like this, but I've like I've come across at least a handful of people who would tell me they left console gaming just to play Tarkov. They said they found out about Tarkov, saw what it was, literally bought a PC just for Tarkov, and started to try to get used to keyboard and mouse. That That's why I feel the game is bigger than what statistics show, is because... I've never had anyone tell me they bought a PC just to play Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty crazy. That's a hell of an investment. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm skipping this next console. Yeah. I've, oh, yeah. yeah. I got no Same. reason to. Same. Because I have Tarkov. Yeah. Have like, new Call of Duty came out. I, I got Tarkov. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, 
I there's other games I have and it's just like none of them interest me. Like I nope. can't even I have no interest. Like people talk about playing Warzone and it's just like like uh no offense, <laughs> I don't want to ruin my skill in Tarkov. Yeah. That makes sense. Like uh, no. I I stopped playing COD to play Tarkov and now I can't go back and play COD. No. Right? It's no, like it's and good. I'm so invested in Tarkov, I don't yes. want to lose it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's like, and you think Tarkov has bad hackers? You go to Warzone. Good God. God. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. It came out. Hasn't changed. Yeah. Yeah. That actually, we can actually segue into the next topic, talking about hackers. How do you think? Yeah. How do you think? How do you think Battlestate Games is approaching their hacker problem? Not that it's a big problem. Obviously, I feel like they have it under control compared to other games. Yes, like you compare it to Warzone, like yes. side by side. I feel for like Capita, Activision God. doesn't do anything. No. But I feel like Battlestate Games is actually semi trying. They're not, I don't feel like they're trying, trying, but I feel like they're keeping a more of an eye on it than Activision or any other company that's a big AAA well, title. Yeah. I think it comes down to uh, how much time they have in a week to actually devote to it. Right. Because. Battle Eye obviously isn't doing everything it needs to. Yeah. Um, another thing. I've, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to mention. Um, I wish the offenses could be more. I know it, it's impossible for it to always be instant. I mean, I played other games where if you report someone for hacking and they were legit hacking, they do get instantly taken care of. Um, I actually was in a game. Apparently, I I don't remember exactly what game it was i was playing but i remember i got like a, a flag on me even though i wasn't hacking um i had to put in like a support ticket and they reviewed it and you know they took it off because they actually found out that i didn't do nothing wrong but um i know tarkov became bigger than the company expected and you know it's always hard to find good employees sometimes and then also too you want to maintain that revenue you already have coming in so that all the employees that actually worked on the thing that they created, they can just um, uh, soak in the the revenue from the project they created. But I wish, like I said, it was more instant because I hear they do it in batches, which, yes, yeah. it is better than nothing. But... Um, I don't know too much about Battle Eye. I've heard that some people say Battle Eye is on the lower end of anti cheat systems. Yeah, same. Um, I have witnessed a Reddit posting before that someone was talking about how the way Battle Eye works in its standard or whatever version it, it just is, is that it will read through the target's computer system. And it looks through everything, but apparently, I guess, I don't know specifically, but sometimes there's loopholes or there's a way to, like, create a folder that, like, causes it to miss it. Yeah. And um, so, but you mentioned, Bron, about how BSG itself looks at things. And I think Dwarf mentioned how it can be, is it, like, separate? Like, can BSG do their own? own investigation on top of battle eye or do they just so. use battle eye i think okay. they do their own investigation uh i think they they also like that's where the whole like report name thing came from so i think that's them i don't think that's not like battle eye or anything i think they're the ones that do that they investigate names right. okay well one of the things that concerned me is the individual that um I know, I think we're going to talk at some point about someone that we came across who was hacking, but I just want to hit on this before, while it's fresh in my mind, my mind, that they mentioned they had a hack that when you report their name, it actually diverts from their name to another random player's name. And I actually went into the official Discord trying to seek assistance to get this person, you know, properly taken care of because... I don't want any hackers in the community at all. Yeah. And, um, but when I t- told them, they're like, yes, just use the in-game report feature. But I was like, hold on. I can't because the player didn't kill me. It's someone I know. 
So I can't use that feature if I don't get killed by them. But, and then, of course, they're like, well, just use the um, support feature in the launcher, which I already know about, and I did. But at the same time, I was like, listen, I need to show someone visible proof because I have video recordings of this. And it's like, yeah. can someone just get in a Discord call with me? And they're like, well, we don't handle any of that stuff. And it's like, there's like, I don't know how to get it where I can upload the file even on the forums. So that's where I'm kind of confused. I know I can create a YouTube video, but like not everyone's going to click a link, you know? So it's just, it creates, it creates a a gray area of how I can actually get that information to the company itself. And like another thing that kind of like what tying in what you said with, um, actually tying in both things you said that, but you said them separately, um, with his, uh, thing that diverted the report to a different account. And you know how you're saying like when someone, report when someone gets reported battle eye goes into the system looking for the the foreign folders that aren't supposed to be there that whole i know i'm not a computer whiz right but the battle eye will go in and be like oh this isn't supposed to be here right and then it'll either confirm or deny that it needs to ban that player kind of right so it's like between to be honest i don't know where i'm going with this when it diverts someone right the battle eye just sees the normal player and it's like, okay, there's nothing wrong here. So obviously that leaves him in the game. But how do you also feel about people like me that pity report people <laughs> that don't actually hack? Like that's obviously mm. a step backwards towards our... We want no hackers in the game, but we are kind of pushing Battlestate backwards, right? As far right. as progression yep. when we do stuff like that. I'm guilty of it. I am petty. I am too. I <laughs> I actually think I report, and I'm sorry that I'm admitting this. Uh, I, I'm being recorded admitting this, but I report everyone that kills me, <laughs> even if wow. I don't think they're actually hacking. So I know that looks really bad, but I'm just being honest. And because you brought up a good topic, Bron, is that it doesn't help the system if people who aren't actually hacking get reported. It could flood the system, I'm sure, and it can cause. Maybe that's why it takes so long for them to get through reports. And um, please, can you imagine how many reports they get in a day. Oh, it can't, oh, it can't be I, done yeah. by hand. You can't imagine. It's yeah, no. and and I hope <clears throat> you guys, being my friend, don't judge me for reporting every single person that kills me. Oh, I'm gonna and report I hope... you every single time now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the audience who listens to this doesn't judge you based off that. It's just I don't know because. I know I'm not a, a god at this game. By no means. I I know I'm probably very, very under average. And, but, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I do it because, of course, I'm salty that I died. Yeah. Um, but just the off chance, I do it because I feel like, let's say they are hacking. Yeah. But I truly don't know if they are. Like, I don't feel it. Like, I died. You know, I can't tell. But I still report because I feel like if they are hacking, that hopefully the anti-cheat will find out, find it out. So that's also partially why I do it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, that's like that, that last raid we just got done doing. Uh, I reported that guy that shot me in the head because I didn't hear where the shot came from. I'm one tapped in the face, head eyes. I'm in the shadows of the back of a back of a tower. Right. How? How? Right. Yeah, it's like it's. I like... He, I had no clear line, or I didn't. I don't know where the shot came from. I didn't hear anything. Did you guys hear anything? No, I didn't hear a shot. I just heard the impact on your skull. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I heard was the thunk and my head yep. and the scream went black. I'm like, what? And it's like battling yep. hackers has gotta be like near impossible when you get like community members like myself and like Kabora had mentioned that report because I report like ninety percent of the people that kill me just out of spite, right? <laughs> Yeah. Wow, and it's like wow, you guys are some spiteful. I'm a competitive. I'm a competitive yeah. guy. If I die, I'm pissed off most of the times. That's where it comes from. But you gotta I, think, I usually like, give them the benefit of the doubt. Hell no. <laughs> like there has been times where it's blatantly obvious they're hacking, but most of the time, you know, it's it's spite. And you gotta think for yeah. for people like Battle Eye and Battle State Games, this is an uphill battle, and this this thing got like a ninety degree grade on it, you know. Do, yeah. do you think that like uh, if Tarkov had a kill cam, like this is how you died? This is the last three seconds before you died. Yes. Do you think yes. that was fixed a lot of it? But I agree. 
that's what I hear people want. But if you think about that, could help combat um, hackers. But you also got to think that's going to take away the tactical realism. So like, yeah. let's say I yeah. die and you're alive. I'd be like, oh, yeah. this guy's in tech flight. He's not, yeah. he's not Man- Mantis where you think he yeah. is. Right. That's right. the only you're, you're, no, you're right. Like, what, but what if everyone in the squad, if somehow they organized it where everyone in the squad is finally dead, you can now see the kill cam get a after everyone's dead. That, that could be cool. That could be cool. Um, but, you know, that's also extremely subjective because what if you die within the first two minutes and your squad lives for the next 40? Then it's and like, all of a sudden, like an hour yeah, later, you get a video yeah. of you dying. It's like, what is this? But <laughs> um, died, I, bitch. I wanted to make a comment when you were talking about how spiteful we are for reporting everyone. When you were actually screen sharing your Discord uh, dwarf, yeah. you were in a match, you got killed by a guy, and I saw that you clicked next. And in my head, I was like, I wanted to tell you, yo, report that. <laughs> report it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was tell you, no, no, click back. You got to report that guy. <laughs> no. God. Sorry, I, I don't know if y'all If they win the that. fight, if they win the fight, I'll let it go. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard that. Did you guys get a Discord spam just now? No. no. I did. It was, it was from our buddy that that's no longer in the server. In a different Ooh. server running the killabot. So I'm sorry if anyone heard those Discord pings, but um Oh, is he is he killing up? I guess. Hold on, I'm gonna kinda peek a little bit. What was he? Let's talk about our our buddy, right? That we found ah, out yeah. was a hacker. That I think that's the next segue in this podcast. Right? Yeah. How do you Gabor, I'll let <laughs> you speak this. on this because um, oh. you you played with this guy a lot more than um Dwarf and I did. But how did you feel yeah. when you first found out he was hacking? Because he never used to always be like that. I'm going to be honest, I, and I don't know why it affected me so much, but I was actually really heartbroken. Like, literally, it affected me that day when we confronted him. I literally, in real life, outside of the computer, just walking, doing whatever I needed to do, it was actually on my mind, and I actually felt sad outside of the game. And it was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I've never known anyone that hacked. I've never actually directly seen anyone hack like that I've talked to. You know, I've just seen stuff that was posted on social media, but, you know, they're just strangers. And it affected me pretty, pretty deep because um, I played the guy. He was actually another person that I played with. Um, they brought him into the fold because I'd play with him and then I met him. And then um, at one point, the guy that we found out who was hacking, I and I was before that he was actually the number one person I played with. He had a lot of available time to play, and I grinded a lot with him. And I played with him since he was like level six, and I think I met him when he was like level thirty-seven. And he's like in his level thirties now. He grinded a lot because he plays a lot, like eighteen hours a day. Yeah. And but I helped him ever since he was so. I was about to say like a little baby, but um, ever so since new. he was, yeah, so since he was so new, and I guided him, and he wouldn't listen for like the first twenty levels, and then he started to realize that all the advice I'd given him was accurate and true, and then he started to actually follow it in more detail and accurately, and he started to see more success, and then I. He just he needed a Ledex and he was struggling to get a Ledex and I think that's when he turned to the dark side because he ended up meeting someone else who was a hacker and the guy rubbed off on him. Yeah, and it's like crazy to think like because I'm gonna you're the most experienced player I've, one of the most experienced players I've played with right you've mentored me along the way and it's like thinking it from the outside not my experience but someone that openly mentors you like that and gives you like. They like they pretty much take your hand and lead you through the game, and they teach you everything you need to know, right? Hey, dumbass! PS is worse than BT. Use BT. I asked that question five times a day, still. <laughs> but like, what? Like, at what point are you like, you know, I'm done wanting to learn. I just want to win. We're right. not, we're not going to speak on outside of the game pressures because obviously some people make money doing this. 
that's a different beast but like within the game what what do you think makes someone like just flip a switch and be like you know i'm done learning that takes away the whole game in my opinion the whole game is a constant you're constantly learning about the game right when when do you turn treats on when do you play when you when you're playing a single player game when do you turn the treats on when i'm bored when you're bored or when you've already beaten it True. when you feel you've mastered it so i guess that narrows it down like, all right let's he was fuck bored. it up yeah <laughs> let's just let's just wreck it like all right i've been playing this minecraft world for the last 800 days i've done everything you can think of all right let's go in creative mode let's blow it all up yeah i'm gonna sit there and farm all that tnt i'm just gonna blow it up fuck it very good point i guess i'm just not to the stage of boredom and if, but if even if i did get bored of the game i would take a break and go play a different game right right yeah. so i don't um, get burned out um one of the things i learned from because you know i tried to talk to him and ask him why and discuss it with him to like just figure out a little bit more to it and my first experience from seeing him when he hacked i believe it was actually me him and dwarf i there might have been a fourth person but we went to interchange and it was weird so like when we played with this guy generally i would lead because you know yeah. i have i'm more knowledgeable on where to go what to do and i would lead and even during those times, this guy, he would always be one of the people that dies with us. You know, whether he was the first person to die or, you know, we all died, he'd be the last person to die. Like, he was just, he had a really uh, low survival rate and low kill count. And when he went to interchange, he didn't even say nothing. He literally just ran ahead, went everywhere. I think he killed, like, what, uh, a two-man and he then, like, a two-man and a three-man on the way yeah. out. Yeah, like, and 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 I was sitting back. I was like, in my head, I'm like, uh, I like that's. I was like, dude, he's got to be hacking, and he and, made a cop. Go on. Yeah, and we were getting drug along fast. Like we were, moving. yeah, we yeah. were just breakneck pace through interchange. Like I felt like we were like we we fuck around to scavs on interchange all the time, and like we were yeah. moving. Yeah, and uh, when. When that happened, that was uh, and he. Oh, I'm sorry. I asked him a question. I can't remember what the question was, but he said he's like, "Oh yeah, I just got over my gear fear, and now I'm a beast." And I was like, "Okay, I I, I let it you know slide oh, it and like that. and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then you know I didn't think too much about it, but it was the second day, the next day, when we played, um. We went. I remember we went to Shoreline. Did the same thing. He took out like everyone. He was like, "Oh, my, the biggest, the number one thing that proved it to me is we were inside resort. I was in the movie theater, and the player went up to the second floor or third floor or whatever, and he was like, "Hey, Kybora, there's an enemy 87 meters away from you." And he's like, and he told me he's like, "You're 32 away from me." So that means the enemy is 50 odd something meters away from you. And I was like, like, uh, uh, like, oh, like, yes. yeah, like I was let like, let me and, whip up my wall hacks. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and that, that was, that was my first, that was my first thing, um, thing where I was like, yeah, he's definitely hacking. Then after that, I actually sat out and I watched him and recorded him while he hacked in woods with a five man. And then, um, Later on that same day, I caught him while he was soloing in the labs, and I recorded that too. And those cheats were much more obvious because he had no sway to the gun, and he literally zero recoil. It was it was insane. It was definitely insane. If you're watching the visual version of this on YouTube, I'll throw a clip of that up, and you can watch that right here. Oh, it's crazy! It's crazy! Like it's just insane, man! Like, and then I don't like dwarf sidewalking you... out from behind cover, locked onto the target, and just as soon as you peek the edge, shoot, come back, no recoil. It's like what? Were, dwarf, what? were you with us when he took us on labs? Like we knew yes. he was hacking, okay, shooting so, through walls. So and... Kabora sat out on this, and we all went for like I'm gonna be honest, we went to see what it was like. Fair disclaimer. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't take anything that he. Every PMC I didn't loot that he killed. Everything I took out was my own doing, which was hard to do, by the way, because yeah. most of the time he was like, sit here I and think wait. The only thing I took was Raider guns and yeah, random that's, that's loot the on the ground. Yeah, that's the same thing I did. It's like the whole time, it's like this was the most boring game from Escape from Tarkov I've ever You know how long we life. sat in that stairwell? We sat in the stairwell. He cleared out half the map. 
We moved to the Bounced next room. Around, around. Kill, kill the last guy. Like, he's like, hey, we got a lot of loot. He's like, okay, yeah, obviously. It, hey, we got, got a lot of loot. loot. And then Hernandez goes, yeah, but we have to watch out for PMCs. No, there's no more PMCs left. Yeah, I remember? <laughs> I, remember I was like, what? <laughs> I like, tried, dude. I, why make it so obvious? I tried to bait him into admitting it, too. I was like, How, are you sure? Have you accounted for everyone? Like everyone that's on our team and how many PMCs you've killed? Have you kept track? He's like he's like, Oh yeah, there's, yeah, there's no one yeah, left. <laughs> there's two no, he said he said there's two left and they must have extracted. Yeah, he, he's wow. like, <laughs> I was like, What? And but did you remember what he said in the very beginning? Like within the first couple seconds, he's like, Hey, if you guys make it out with uh, some nice loot you know, maybe you guys can all give me four bucks each. And I was like, dude, like if you literally search anything about hack with Tarkov with like money, that's the going rate. People, <laughs> they charge four dollars. Be a little original, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, um but uh one of the things that before you guys were on that stream and we pushed, I was able to kill Rashala all on my own. Thank God I he, he wasn't there he wasn't on the side that I was, but I'm sure he could. He, he knew he was there, but he went and killed like the other three or four um, bodyguards slash raiders, and then I just stayed inside. And he was like, "Oh, we gotta get going. Um, there's a five man approaching us." And I was like, "Okay," and then he was like, "He's like, are you done looting?" And I said, "No," and he was like, "Oh, okay. Hold." Uh, he's like, "Okay. Um, well, we gotta take him out." And I was like, okay. I just stayed there. I didn't move out or anything. I just literally stayed inside the back room of the gas station, and he 1v5'd. And that was the 100% concrete information that I knew um, he hacked. That was before. Well, I think I think that was before I actually recorded my first video of him. Um, I can't remember exactly if it was after, but um, when I actually saw him one v five, that was insane. Yeah, I mean, and and he and he went and looted, and he told me he's like, here you can have whatever's left over. I went and I picked up all those PMC stuff, well, at least the most important things, or the expensive things, and I actually ditched them in several different bushes. And he didn't know I did that, and but I did that because I felt bad, and I don't need money, like, dude. On my own, I achieved so much money on my own without ha needing anyone else's help. So I didn't even need to benefit from any free loot. And so I ditched it, and um, I hope they got their stuff back. But Yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's an awful feeling, man. It's like we've being on the receiving end gives you a different perspective. And it's like when we were going through that labs run, like what you were saying, it's just – I felt so bad, man. It's like, I couldn't take any of that stuff. It's just a horrible feeling. And like, I remember watching you, and I remember that comment you said. And this, that's, oh, this is why I wish um, you could have saved it, is because that one moment when you looked at the chat, you know, you looked at the audience, you looked right in the camera, and you said, hey, you see all this stuff in here? You showed us the stuff that was found in Raid. And we were like, none of this stuff I got from anything he did. And I thought it was so funny that he was actually in the raid also watching your stream and he said he heard you. And he's like, he's like, I heard you say that. He's like, why? <laughs> and it was funny. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, it was awkward. Yeah, but, it was hella awkward. But nah, he knew. It, dude, I just wish he would have tried to like put a little shade on his, uh, hacking but he flaunted it and i think like kind of deep down inside he was like trying to show off you know yeah yeah no he, like... he what that's one of the things dwarf sorry to interrupt no, sorry. i was just gonna say quick that was one of the things was it you or dwarf mentioned about the power and how it makes someone feel like a titan yeah and yeah especially for him since i'm not bashing him but he was a person that would die in most raids and not really profit too much and rarely get kills so for him to like lead and be this like super alpha 
Right. Bad, bad dude. You know, he freaking. It's like chin night and day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like nothing on and, him. He's a good guy, right? There's nothing wrong right. with him personally. Yes. Like his personality, he's a great guy. It's just. Yes. Just what he went you. started doing, you know? That's it. That's what bothered me more is because he was, he's honestly such a good person from what I see. Like, you know, he's really chill. Like, and, and that's what makes me more sad about it. And I like, dude, it's so crazy how we're having like such a like in-depth conversation about this. It makes me almost feel like it's like someone that I know in real life who has like a, a serious drug addiction or like alcoholic. And like, I'm trying to do an intervention. Yeah. Like, like, I just I wish there was some way to like bring him around or like just to like understand truly why he did it and why he even had to do it in the first place because it's like he is he was he was a fun guy to play with and I do I do miss being able to play with him because he was just he was you know fun even yeah he he really was he was yeah he really was I mean it's like we tried to like during the stream we pulled him in a in a room and we talked to him like right after the raid we're like hey man we know you're hacking and um being um having a community i didn't we didn't want that to be part of the community right so we told him like we're like we're like hey man like personally do you you can keep doing this if you want to do it but don't do it here like we gave him a chance to put it away and play games with us normally as the game was intended to play and he he just left the server yeah, I, I know it was like a few days later, right? But at what point do you put away the people that you used to play with and keep hacking? Like you choose hacking over like your old squad right. kind of thing, you know? Granted, right. we don't actually we don't know him, know him. We just right. know him from playing Tarkov with him, and he was right. a good guy. But it's like, yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird to me, you know? No, it, it, I totally agree with you on that. It was very weird to me too. Especially because um, when I went on those raids, knowing that he was hacking, I did not enjoy myself. I couldn't get any kills, and I wasn't able to get any loot. Like there, there was even um, a moment where I found like a random like loot spawn, and I don't remember the actual item. But I was like, I don't even feel comfortable taking this because I'm like, you know, if he wasn't there who knows what i would have came across you know i could have gotten killed by someone else and they could have gotten that loot i came across it was just it was very unenjoyable and i i've never been in a game where someone was using hacks on my side you know i've always been a victim of someone hacking so it was just it really sucked yeah no it's it's changes like changes the game entirely like even when i was in the labs run with him I, I had a feel like I felt horrible for the players. I obviously didn't take any of their gear, but I, I felt bad taking the the raider gear too because it's yeah, like no. if it wasn't for him hacking, I wouldn't have had like I don't I don't really know how to put it. I wouldn't have had the um, opportunities to kill these raiders in a normal raid than I do now. Right. Because I'm not worrying about other players because he admitted that there's no more players on the map. Right. <laughs> and it's like it's just me my team and ai and so it's like i you have a confidence boost a little bit but at the same time deep down inside something hurts and it's right. not all no. right i I, re- I remember because like i know how everyone that was in there with him already knew because i told everyone about how you know i showed them the proof and everything but how you guys just wanted to experience it for yourself and i heard all the giggling <laughs> that was going on and like when certain things happened like it was it was very it was an interesting experience and i i do regret that you didn't let me record it over again because it could have been for some good content it really could um, yeah it's unfortunate like and it, 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 we could have just edited it out like if i could record it on the obs studio we could edit out the part where we brought him in and it got a little personal with real life stuff but um I mean, it's in the past. We can't do nothing about it. We have the memory in our head, though, and we're talking about it. So, yeah, I mean, and the people that watched it also know what went down. So, um, I think that that pretty much wraps it up. Unless you have any topics that we miss or anything else you'd like to talk about. No, that was very thorough, and we hit a lot of key points. We actually probably hit way more points than 
we needed or were intended originally but no it was uh it was very enjoyable thanks for having me here Bron. yeah man i mean we had like you said we talked about a lot a lot more than we had planned to <laughs> but it worked out and i thought it i thought it went great so thanks for being here and uh hopefully we'll have you on another pod i'm pretty sure we'll have you on another podcast right well, thank you did you enjoy it i did i would definitely want to be here again yeah this was being for my first podcast was this your first podcast as well <laughs> yes it was it was i actually enjoyed like sitting here just talking it's same it's and it's i sorry to interrupt no it's okay i was just i thought before it went live i was really nervous but i didn't same. realize how actually chill it is and it's yeah. like we we do this without even being recorded you know, yeah, we we see you're talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah, Twitch. It's like super and, uh, easy, right? Yeah, it's like it's the factor of not having done something before. I think, right? It's like oh, I wonder how it's gonna be, you know. But uh, but yeah, that was the that was this episode. We're gonna end it here. Appreciate you being a part of it. Thanks for Dwarf being here for when he could be here. You know, stuff happens. You gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. But we're gonna end it, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Have a good one.